0: Okay, so I think I've, I think I've got it recorded.
1: Wait, I got to get my notebook and... nope. Oh. What? I I got to get a drink too. Hold on just a second. Okay.
0: Well, okay. Well, so I think it's going All right. Um, wait, do you need anything? Yeah, I probably have to go to the bathroom, but Pff. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: well, it, you know, I'm old.
1: Is it recording?
0: Oh yeah, it is. Oh, wait. What is this? Oh, this is the Truly Unlimited Podcast.
1: Here we go. Well, hello, everyone. Glad you could join us again for the Truly Unlimited podcast. I'm Don Bruce.
0: And I'm Jeff Plunkett.
1: And we look forward to our topic today and hope you enjoy it and glad you're joining with us. So our topic today, Jeff, is who is God?
0: Our very favorite topic.
1: Of course. Yeah. Because he's our favorite. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's it's not a competition. <laughs> seriously, um, <laughs> that would be a ridiculous competition. Right?
1: Um, we're we are looking at this topic based on our um, image that we have, and I I still don't know that we have an ag- exact name for it. But it's a perspective viewpoint of of different ways we see things and in the middle of this
0: it's r- something you can download from our, our website, website absolutely but yeah we, we we struggled to name it so
1: right right and just to just to give you an idea in the center it's who am I to myself and then it goes to try to memorize it okay thanks. of uh, the next ring is whom am, who am I to others who are others to me The next one, who am I to God, who are others to God? The next one, who is God to me, who is God to others? And then the last one, the outside ring, is who is God? And so in understanding this um, image, this perspective, depends on which way you go, whether you're starting with yourself or whether you're starting with God. And so our topic today, we are talking about the ring on this image, who is God?
0: Right. And, and, and here's something that's really amazing. So one of the things, you know, it, it's 2021, and so it's Google time. It's, it, yes. yes, we, so you always Google something every time I'm, I we're Google watching. everything. Yes, <laughs> and she's exceptionally good at it. Now, at our house, usually the things that we Google, usually we're watching some TV show or a movie or something, and we see an actor, and we go, I wonder if they're in anything else. And so we spend, spend half our time Googling. If yeah, they, we so do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe everybody does. IMDB or whatever it's called <laughs> is, is you know, maybe the most popular website. I don't know. But what's, what's, what I find fascinating, and to be honest – Frustrating. So before we before we were we went on here started recording. Don just Googled what was the exact question that you asked?
1: Um, the exact thing I Googled was where in the Bible does God say who He is?
0: Right. Okay. And the answers that she found, I'm going to tell you, just absolutely frustrate me even infuriate me and, it, and then it, after that, it, it saddens me because it has very little to do with God and it has to do with the question, the question that people ask
1: is, who is God to me?
0: Yes, Yes. What can he do for me? What can he provide?
1: Who does he say I am? Yes. <laughs> that was that was one of the first few on on the search whenever it came up is who we are, who I am. When when one thing we're going to unpack today is who he is has nothing to do with us.
0: Right. <laughs> I, exactly. <At> all. <laughs> exactly. It, it, and yeah, and so so let's go ahead and let's go ahead and go there. Here's here's The key word for me, as I think about God, is I think about the word permanence. Now, people in our human existence, we have no idea what that word means. We use permanence for all kinds of things. Like, oh, yeah, we're permanently, you know, I'm moving here and I'm moving here permanently until about five years later whenever you move that's not permanent it's, and even if you were there your entire life if you if you were born in the in the house you now live in which is very unlikely but if you were born there you lived 120 years if you lived to whatever age methuselah was whatever that is <laughs> do you know what that is i can't even remember It's like
1: 960 oh yeah something. Years.
0: Some big number. It doesn't, that's not permanence either. That's a, that's a long time. Right. But it's not permanent. Still limited. Yeah, exactly. It's not permanence. We measure things by longer than a short time.
1: Right. Where, where you even have, I mean, if you watch any of the PBS shows or something, you have these, these. Places where they find cities that were built out of rock and everything that look like they would be super strong, and yet they're buried, or all the rocks have fallen down. You know, different things like that have happened where even if it stood for a long time, my goodness, the Colosseum in Rome, you know, looks like, man, that could stand forever. And it stood a long time. But not complete because it has fallen down. Because everything tends to
0: go away. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That we we're trying to what we're trying to do. And, and maybe it it's obvious, but I don't I don't think it is. I don't think it is to people. I don't think they they realize what permanence means. They just again think long time ancient before me, before even that, before even that, and that's not permanence. And and if you're asking yourself, why does this matter? I would argue it matters entirely for what things? Theological discussions? No, it matters for everything. When I say everything, I mean it matters for everything. So when we, when we think about God, again, we're talking about God in permanence, always, eternality, the eternality of God. He's always been and always will be, and he's never changed never altered, never shifted, never adjusted. He's always the same. He didn't go, oh, well, yeah, I could really, I could really do some self-help here. So thank you, you know, <laughs> you know, self-help guru, you know, that, that said, suggested these. Dr. Phil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank, thanks, Dr. Phil. You know, you don't have hair, but you know, I, I appreciate your, your assistance. Yeah, really. I, I didn't have any self awareness. I mean, that all of that is just ridiculous because because he's permanent. And here's and and here's even more important. What we're what we're really asking to do is and you're not going to like this phrase. So get ready. You're not going to like it. Get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it, and, and for me to get over myself. To 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 stop elevating myself to prominence, so that whenever we Google who is God on the computer, and then all it does is it brings up, how can God help me? What does He mean to me? What is He gonna do for me? What has He always done? Oh yeah, and, and oh, this is what He's always meant to me. Okay, that's not what I asked you. I asked you, who is God? Right. Not what He can do for you. Not what you think about Him. None of that matters because your opinion of God is shiftable, right? Is mutable, is adjustable, is malleable. Let me let me throw up all the all, <laughs> all the those able words. Abble, abble words. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it is. Your your opinion of God will shift and change. Your 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 opinion of God, you know, if you have yourself a a tummy ache from eating Mexican food the night before, your opinion of God may even shift. Oh, you know, God, why are you letting this happen to me? Because you ate Mexican food the (laughs) night before. What do you expect?
1: Right, (laughs) right. Well, and and that's something, too, that, you know, I, I hear so often where... I mean, a lot of people aren't gonna say, oh, the Bible contradicts itself or this, but they'll say, oh, I don't understand this because it says one thing here and one thing here, or God did this here and he did something else here. The problem is when we're viewing God according to us, mm-hmm. then it looks like he might change. Right. When, when he's not changing, he set forth some very clear things for us even but even in it's because of who he is just who he is and if we look at it from that then it's bigger than just changing based on what israel did in the bible or what people did it's more who he is and we do our own things that cause consequences yeah cause things to change but it's not who he is is not about us and if we can get that i think it will help even the word of god to become more cohesive in what it is and what
0: it means yeah that 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 is really good because we 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 interpret we look at scripture and we think okay so what would how would this help me live my life kind of we've we've referenced right. that in in previous podcasts I think you know kind of this I go to scripture like a self-help book how how is how can this improve me how can this improve the way I live and that's not the point at all because because it it is a it's revealing God and revealing God who has always been again if it, I, I, I people struggle to understand. The importance of what we're trying to say here. We're, maybe we're not saying it very well, but if you can stop and, and really think about the fact that God has always been, then you stop looking at these events as if they contradict each other because people contradict each other, the situations contradict each other, and the objective is not about whether. You know, they get across, you know, the Red Sea or not. Um, it, it that's not the objective. The objective is not getting across the Red Sea. That was part of the process, getting across the Red Sea, or or this donkey talking, or or it it you know or whatever. I mean, you know, we're I, I, all the
1: different stories. And yeah,
0: yeah. It it has nothing to do with like the other day we had a, a long conversation about. Joseph and Jacob and Rachel and Leah and in Egypt and Potiphar and Potiphar's wife, who you know was like, "Hey, big boy, you know, and come on over here," and he's like, "No way, girl." And and, and then <laughs> she said, "Oh, help me! This boy who just rejected me is like, he's he's after me." And yeah. So uh, I don't I don't know. It, <laughs> yeah. If. This play and scene. This this play has been brought to you by <laughs> <laughs> so, audio drama.
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: Back um, to our regularly scheduled programming.
1: But what we're saying is that God is not defined by us. He's not defined by our family he's not defined by our church he's not defined by our nation he's not defined by history he's not defined by future he is not defined by the earth the world the universe none of that can define god who god is is outside any of that
0: oh that is that that may be the best we've ever Voiced what we're trying to say, that is because the temporary. So we're, you know, I contrast the temporary with the permanent. Right. God is exclusively permanent. Right. Um, but we we try to define the temporary can't define the permanent. The permanent defines the temporary.
1: Right. Ah.
0: Oh. God, well, I just made it confusing, but you did a great job. So, so if you want to understand what she said, just rewind it, listen to <laughs> that, and then skip what I just said.
1: And and another thing of the the part of us that gets to join in that permanence is, you know, we are the creation that He breathed the breath of life into. And, and I believe that is that part of his spirit, that if we will join with him, if we choose to join with him, then even when our body dies, this body we have here on earth, that spirit continues. And he gives us, It talks about a glorified body and all of that. But But it becomes permanent. Now, this is not everlasting permanent like we've been before because we did have a starting point, and God doesn't. But what I'm saying is there is a way that God created us to be able to join in some of that with him from now on. But that still doesn't even make us close to who he is because I started at one certain point in 1970 I started at one certain point and there's a whole lot of time before me
0: Oh yeah in, in if we're talking about the the existence of God then <laughs> yeah. a whole lot of time is a ridiculous statement because so, yeah. it doesn't matter you yeah. can't
1: measure it
0: Right right you know if we're talking about you know, the day Adam was was formed out of dust of the earth, you know, that's a really, really long time. But it's it's still nothing. It's nothing. It is a blip. It's a boop. It, right. It's even a fraction of a boop. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that sounds. I wonder how that will sound. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Sorry if it, you know, it's weird. Boop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't adjust your... <laughs> podcast listening device this is we control the vertical we control the horizontal anyway
1: and as we go on
0: <laughs> I don't yeah I don't know too much caffeine I don't know maybe um I know there was a point <laughs> somewhere.
1: basically it's just yes. that God is yeah. we cannot measure him against ourselves
0: yeah it so and that that brings me to a, a phrase that i hear often and it's not that it's a, it's not that the phrase isn't true because it's it is true but it implies something that could not be true and here's the phrase and and hear me out the phrase is God is still on the throne. Okay, that that phrase, which is true. Right. But it implies something that could never be true. And the, the implication is that he could somehow
1: be overthrown. Be off the throne.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, like how could he he can't ever be off the throne. He could never be off the his kingdom can never be overthrown. He could never ever that's that's entirely impossible because one, as you've said, we didn't put him on the throne and we can't take him off the throne. The devil didn't put him on the throne, and the devil can't take him off the throne. No one put him on the throne. No one put no one placed gave him said here here you go you know what i'm not really using this kingdom so there you go it's yours no no one did that and so no one could take him off the throne it's so it, but what what we're implying when we say that is you know what even though there's some problems and even though it's a it's a challenge i know that god is still on the throne but the problem that the, the piece that, that that does frustrate me, that's, that saddens me and even sometimes sickens me, is that we're we're looking at that 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 situation we're in and we're going, you know what, I'm just gonna have to just just continue to to even though I want to measure God by how I feel right now how I how I'm, I, I'm confused, how I' I'm, I'm fearful, how I you know, even though there's this pandemic, which it's not look, it's not the first pandemic right. the world's ever faced. It's not even the biggest thing the world's ever faced. It's not even the biggest issue the world's ever faced. Um, in, in, in you know, I make this argument, yes, we're we're going through a pandemic together and you can't turn on a electronic device that has words coming out of it <laughs> that are fresh and new today without it saying the word pandemic or coronavirus or right. or COVID 19 just you know i'm sorry that they came out here because i just you know if you're like me you're just i'm tired s- <laughs> yes yeah, so, oh my gosh can we talk about something else and i get it but here's here's my point people individual people or groups of people have faced things that are much much more daunting all the time. We just didn't go through it together. You know we didn't go through um, rape, incest. We didn't go through villages being destroyed together by by we didn't go through families being, Chopped to pieces by um, drug cartels. Right. We didn't. We didn't go through those things together, and those things are. If we're measuring things, if we're measuring things out, those things are much more tragic than right. a pandemic right. is. And I get it. I'm not. I understand. I'm not belittling anything. I'm. I'm elevating things. But what. What I'm saying is what well, the the major point here is that god who is god is the real question it is not it is not why isn't god doing something about this that's not the question
1: i i think that that that, that is the biggest problem we have because the reason why we would say while God is still on the throne Mm -hmm. is because it's hard for us to understand when we are when we are defining him by who we are then it's hard for us to understand why this God who should be all-powerful who should be able to do anything Mm -hmm. how he allows bad things to happen however What we don't consider, and this is just kind of an aside, but if we are measuring it by us, what we don't consider is our own consequences, the consequences of our families before that maybe set us in motion, or even the the free choice. The biggest thing is the free choice that we have. Yes, God could come in and just change a lot of things do anything. But he has given us choice, and with that choice for everybody comes bad decisions. And so that's why I think we have a hard time, even though we say it, seeing God as all-powerful, seeing him as being able to do everything, because we don't see him just taking care of a situation because children are starving in the world. Why doesn't God just take care of that? And we see it based on us, based on the small little pieces. And we're not looking at it based on this is a big God who set this in motion. And yes, he can come in and do things, but he has given us choice. And he is a just God that we do have to have consequences for things that happen. And, and this whole thing set in motion doesn't reduce who God is. It just, if you really can see who he is, it elevates him more because it shows that he has allowed us the opportunity to desire to come to him Rather than forcing us to do something that maybe we choose
0: not to do right right, yeah it, you know and, and understand we're not saying that that there's not going to be suffering in the world. there's going to be right. that's just the thing is is most people have this this fantasy this dream that the lack of suffering, the lack of pain and, and you know, we had a podcast on this, the the joy of suffering. Um that that the lack of suffering is desirable. It's good. And
1: that's podcast number ten
0: by the way. Oh yes. Excellent. Great. You looking for? <laughs> um you know it, like it's a good thing. It's good because it leads it, it seems like it would be good because it leads to our survival but our survival is temporary we again we've talked about that um but it's not good because because you know look at the garden of eden the garden of eden adam and eve they're getting to walk with god in the in the garden in in there was no pain there was no suffering there was no challenge they you know hey i'm hungry great I'm not even sure they ever experienced hunger. I, who knows? I don't know. They just, but but suddenly, now that's not enough. Um. And and so what we're saying here's here's what we're saying. Before I get off on a on a tangent that we've already talked about in a previous podcast. Again, here's what we're saying. We're saying he invites us one to focus on him. Ask the question, who is God? Who was God before everything? Because if you don't ask the question, who was God before everything, before he spoke the first molecule into existence, before he created things, and understand this, that creation is not God. Right. And creation didn't create God. He is, he is self-existent. He's, he's uh, transcendent. Um, you know, so so creation, you know, he's not he's not all of creation. That's that's hogwash, that's ridiculous. It's a it's creation, okay? It's created. So created by God. So how could how could how could God be a product of something he created? Well, that doesn't even make sense.
1: Michelangelo isn't his paintings. Like whenever he, yeah. you know, painted amazing things. But that's not who he is. Right. And that's still a limited definition,
0: but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, again, what we're saying is if you, and I'll repeat this, I'm not sure I finished the sentence, maybe I did. So, I'll repeat it. Until you really conceptualize, you, and you ponder, you meditate on, meditate on these things, that's scriptural. Meditate on these things. Think on these things. And what it tells us to think on these things is think on who is God, the great I am, which means that he's always been and always will be. Think on him not tethered to our existence, not tethered to our needs, our wants, our experiences, our fears, not tethered to any of that. Just set those things aside, imagine, imagine God before there were stars and the sun and the earth and the universe and any, any of that, because he hasn't changed, he hasn't changed even the slightest. Nothing about his, him has changed but what we do is we we look at our own pain we look at our own suffering we look at our own wants needs fears and experiences and then we go okay who do i need this god to be here's what i need i need a solution for my needs wants fears and experiences i need a solution for that so here he's got to become those things in 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 our the the pdf that's available on our website um you know, it if if you start with, and this is what Don was talking about in the beginning. If you start with the question, "Who am I to myself?" and you find yourself empty or fearful or concerned or uncertain, then now what you have to ask the question is, "Who am I to others?" Because will others meet my need? Will others fill this gap? Um, who are others to me? Do they? Do I see them as beneficial to? The emptiness within me, the the empty spaces, the the fears, the concerns, and then who am I to God? Does God care about me? Does does He? Will He meet my needs? Um, who are others to God? Does God care about anybody? Um, because look, I've got pain and I've got suffering and I've got these needs, I've got these concerns, I've got this this emptiness within me, and then who is God to me? Um, so now I've gotten to this question of who is God to me. Well, I don't know. You know, he, he, if if you start with your own emptiness and your own fears and wants and desires and and or, or whatever, then now you're you're at saying, I need God to to come and meet those things. Um, and you know what? I've got the greater the amount of things that that hurt me that that. That disappoint me. That don't meet the expectations, the plans that I have for me, mm-hmm. the plans that I have for me. Um, then, then God's not meeting that need because I started with myself. And then, who is God to others? Same exact same question. But and so you'll never get to, you'll never be able to get to the question, who is God. You can and a, start with yourself.
1: Right. And another way that we looked at this, and an image that we had and may end up on our website at some point, but we looked at it a different way with a telescope. Mm-hmm. And if we're looking from us to who God is with looking through filters of our needs, wants,
0: fears, fears, fears and, and experiences.
1: D- right. So if we have filters of each one of those things, then you know, looking through a filter, for anything changes the picture. But if you have four filters, and depending on how jammed up they are with stuff anyway, then you're not seeing God at all because of all the things you're looking through. And what we're saying is, don't look at him based on who you are.
0: So, and that's why we say on this, on this graphic, again, it's a PDF available on our website, um, you and you can download it there, but it's, who is God? That's, it, until you ask that question, and you need to ask that question first, in order to ask that question first, you have to just ignore the other things for now. You have to imagine who god was and that's what we've said that probably 10 (laughs) times in this in this podcast already but you have to imagine who was god always always now we 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 do um take people through an exercise that does that that is post-creation okay so it is post-creation and we call it um the the grain of sand um, it's a right. it's a the sand exercise of the sand story. Um, so should I have have I shared that on the you podcast have, before? You have okay, but, but you l- l- let me give a quick version of it. Um, and it's it's in a book, an upcoming book that we have uh, coming out as well. But um, but here's here's a quick version. So imagine just for a second a grain of sand on. Well, let me start this way. Let me back up. So this is us. Um, here's our capacity for a grain of sand. So if you have a grain of sand, Don, you have a grain of sand in your shoe um, and you can feel it and it's irritating. So you will take it out and you'll discard it. You'll toss it on the floor and let somebody vacuum it up later. Or you'll toss it in the trash can or toss it outside or whatever. You're, you dismiss it, you disregard it. Um, because you don't have time to think about a grain of sand um, it's just a grain of sand who really cares all right now here's the way we l- we like to think about God in his unlimitedness and, and that's probably the the podcast that, that we I told the story on but um, but think about a grain of sand if it's called a grain of sand 12 feet below the surface on a planet so far away that nobody on this planet earth knows It even exists. So now there's this grain of sand 12 feet below the surface on a planet so far away we don't know it exists. Great. Um, And I won't go through all the the time limits, but understand this, that God is attentive of that grain of sand. He is aware of that grain of sand in all of its time existence from the time it first started till till whenever it goes away. He's always aware of it, And he's aware of every other, every single grain of sand in all of the universe at the same time, and he never has to dismiss it. He never has to to be unaware of it um, because he's that capable, all right? So so that's who God is, and if he's aware of a grain of sand— 12 feet below the surface on a planet so far away and all the other grains of sand and all the other molecules and all the other atoms and all of the other microscopic of, of microscopic things then he's certainly aware of you but if we start with the question who am I to myself and I find myself empty and I find myself wanting and I find myself in need and I am setting my mind on the things of this earth and the things that I look around me. I see the things that, that hurt me. I see the things that, that give me fear or might hurt me or potentially will hurt me or the things that may abandon me or the things that may, may go away
1: right.
0: and disappoint me. If I start there, then I have no capacity for understanding a God who is attentive of everything and understands everything. and, and, and one other thing I want to want to point out here and this is I, I, I don't get as frustrated by this phrase um, but you know whenever people say, well I know God's going to work it out and God's going to work He has a plan for my life. Let me tell you what his plan for you is. Here's his plan. I don't, you know, the process along the way. You know, if there is pain and suffering the whole time, if you are in want and in agony the entire your entire existence, that doesn't change God's plan. Right. Um, That it doesn't change God. That changes your plan, but it doesn't change God's plan. And here's God. Here's only God's only plan for you is that you join with Him. You join with him who he is because that's his nature. That's the nature of God. God is a joined, unified, triune God. That's his nature.
1: Right. And 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 you know, just when you say that with plans, just just a side thing, you know, people say, oh, but God says that he knows the plans for me and they're to prosper me and not to harm me. And okay, I want you to understand, and and this is where we get in trouble sometimes by pulling one scripture out, is that specific one was directed to the Israelites after he just told them they are going to have to spend longer in exile because of their disobedience and and what he's saying he's not even talking to one person he's talking to the nation and he's saying i know the plans israel i have for you as a nation and 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 we have to be careful doesn't mean god doesn't have a plan for us but just as jeff said his primary plan the main thing is that we have a relationship with him. Yeah. And and so, even though he may direct things in our lives along the way, or he may um, set in our hearts certain things that he wants us to do, it's still just little pieces in the big plan that he has. So I just wanted to say that because somebody could say, oh, but he says that he's, you know, going to prosper me, he's going to do this. And, and you have to look at the scripture for what it is. Doesn't mean he may, he may do that, but he also may not. You may live in suffering your, and poverty your entire life. It doesn't change who he is.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, 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 Play, the the way this this plays out for them one it's pretty tragic yeah you know it, it I mean you know they're subject to uh, the rule of pagan King right they're they're <laughs> they're subject to to slavery and and oppression it, it is tragic it, it is. is very tragic we're going oh you know hey, I'm 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 fascinated I I, I Always asked to do the, the uh, um, um, what is it called? The um, DJ thing for, for events at, at a, at a oh, Christian MC. school. MC. There yes. we go. Thank you. Um, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, the, the master of ceremony. Um, and um, whenever I introduce the kids, they, they always give their favorite verse, and every single time somebody has this verse as their favorite okay great i know the plans that i have for you Plans, but yeah it, but have you read the whole story yeah. have you read the whole thing and the point is not does it play out well or does it play out poorly does it play out does it play out in a way that that elevates me among people or does it play out in a way that that people look at it and say oh man i I wouldn't want that. It doesn't matter. Sometimes it plays out where you're 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 sitting at the gate blind a blind beggar. And that's okay. And sometimes it plays out where you get a coat and you're preferred. You, a right. colorful coat and you're preferred. Right. But then Maybe after you're preferred, you get thrown in a pit. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes it plays out that way.
1: And maybe there is a big plan that you are going to save your people, like Absolutely. in the same story. Right. But, but, it played out different for Joseph's brothers. Yeah. I mean, they were saved by that, but their own stories yeah. were different. But yet, one of those other brothers also is in the line of Christ. It's the plan is God's plan. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is.
0: And, and here's the point, it's a temporary plan. It it's is. a temporary plan that that is is the process toward the permanent. Um, it is the process and it is an invitation, everything. However the story plays out, it's an invitation. It's an invitation to join with the permanent. Who is the permanent? It is God. God is permanent. He has always been. He always will always be. And He's He's inviting you to attach, to join with, to be unified with Him instead of being unified with the temporal. All of these, these the way the story plays out. The story will pl- play out the way the story plays out. That's 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 great. Whatever it is, it's great. Because um,
1: the because even in the story of Joseph. It wasn't about prospering Joseph. It wasn't about elevating Joseph. The story is about saving God's people to be able to move through for the plans to even now that, and beyond that he has for them.
0: Exactly. That's the point <laughs> because it, it's not about any there – there is no end point. Right. There is no end point. So, you know, we look at that story and we go, okay, well, here was a happy ending. No, no, no. Well, keep reading. Uh, well, 400 here was a happy years happy, later. Yeah. Here's a happy ending. Nope. Nope. Wait a minute. Yeah. Keep going. Here's a happy ending. Everybody gets saved. Everybody is great. And the, in the, oh, wait, they're in slavery. Nope. Not a happy ending. Nope. It keeps going, keeps going. He keeps going. And then we say, oh, well, it's led us to now. And, you know, we have the, we're post-cross and we have the cross and we, that's not even the end. That's not the end because it. there is no end to an endless God. If there is no end to an endless God, there is no end to the story. Join in that story. Don't get swallowed up by a a temporary story, a a story with a pretend end because there is no end. Join in the permanent story because the permanent story is who God is.
1: And where we get distracted and discouraged is when we are always looking for that happy ending, looking for that happy time and then things don't work out that way and we're disappointed because we thought that once we accepted Christ or once we did all these good things or all whatever it is that once those things happened, we would just have a happy ending, and it just doesn't always turn out that way, and it's hard, it doesn't feel good, but it is okay because of who God is. Um there's a quote here that I saw and in, in pulling us to this thing of... Of our PDF, where you whether you're looking at God from yourself or whether you're looking at Him, just as who He is, um, A. W. Tozer said, "If we take away any of the attributes, uh, let me start that over. If we take away any of the attributes of God, we do not weaken God, but we weaken our concept of God."
0: And that is a great place to end. That is good stuff. Thanks, A.W. Um, not the root beer, <laughs> <but> the <tozer. laughs> All, right. All right, and
1: there, there will be continuation of this process on the PDF, and we will um, continue looking at how that, what that means to us, but what it means without us as well.
0: Right, absolutely. Another great conversation. Thank you, Don. I appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye. To learn more about the Truly Unlimited podcast, Alethes Resources, No One Dismissed, A Comprehensive Ministry Plan for Addressing Intense Emotional Pain, or our other resources, go to alethesresources.com. And Alethes is spelled A-L-E-T-H-E-S at or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.